How's it going? Uh, Darren Craig here from Darren Bucks Wrestling Podcast, and today I'm going to be talking about a subject which I'm just kind of scared. Well, I'm not really scared of talking about, but it's just kind of one of those things. And today we're talking about intergender wrestling. Now, if you don't know what intergender wrestling is, intergender wrestling is where a man fights a female, and it has blown up recently and is actually a fucking amazing thing. So, Terry, Terry, give me the positives. Today I'll be giving you some of the negatives. Today I'll be telling you why it could or maybe could not walk into a debate and why it's so big. But first, in case you didn't, in case you didn't already know, I am the cheese on your burger, your favourite wrestler's favourite podcast, the Irish Cannon, the physical embodiment of Ritz Tea Biscuits, the bottle of wrestling podcast with the most entertaining man in Derry, the dear Mr. Irish Cannon, the dear my podcasts. The 20 minute man, the main event, the king of podcasts, the beast, the podcast, Renoel, the rest of the rest of independent demo, Craig. So, independent wrestling. And why it's under wrestling and why it belongs to it in wrestling. How do we pull it off and why it's more in the past few years? So, first, it's under wrestling, the basics. So, it's under wrestling is when a male fights a female and vice versa. And in, and in the past few years, it has grown and been given more of a light in more wrestling companies. The first matches is Brian Cage was a test concert for the ringside circus, for this wrestling circus ringside title. Uh, and Nia Jackson in the 2019 Royal Rumble, which is obviously fucking fun as fuck. And even going back to when China was the Intercontinental Champion in the 90s. Intergender wrestling has always been in wrestling, but I feel like it has been shown off more recently, which is amazing. This there was three matches. There was three matches galore with money. There was three matches galore and intergender wrestling with money wrestling fans. Name a few: Kenny Omega versus Tessa Blanchard. Both massive, massive egos. So that could just be absolute. And both great, great, great talented wrestlers. So that that could be one of the best matches ever. Um, and Kagetsu, if you're not familiar with, is a fucking amazing Josie wrestler. Yeah, Josie wrestler. Um, C is fucking world class. Uh, versus Jimmy Havoc, and Jimmy Havoc, obviously, from a multiple time progress world champion. Oh man. Uh, he's been in ICW, he's wrestled around Britain, he's an absolute legend, now he's in AEW. He's just one hell of a wrestler, Jimmy Havoc. Uh, uh, same with Kagetsu, he's won many, many belts. And Stardom, the female only uh, wrestling company in Japan. There's so, like, there's so many more matches. Uh, Road Dog vs. Martina? Yeah, Road Dog vs. Martina. Because fuck, I'd pay to see that. I'd love to pay. I'd, I'd definitely pay to see Road Dog vs. Sassam of Martina. She's quite sad, so I'm going to regret saying. Next, um, and next, I want to talk about why I could or could not succeed in WWE. So, OTT, over the top wrestling, um, I don't remember in the middle of it, but the goal set, set up, um, have a gender neutral title where men, women and men can fight for the boat, and I feel like if WWE got rid of the 24-7 title, and yes, the 24-7 title would be great, great for the company, like R-Truth, Jinder Mahal, Bobby Roode, Tess O'Neill, fucking hell, that has just been great, I've loved it, Elias, Elias was also the 24 7 7 um, for like, all 40 miles, the 24 7 tower has been a great addition to the roster, it has been, trust me, I, trust me, I know, it's been great, it's been really good fun, I've enjoyed watching it, and 
so have other people. Uh, I just feel like it's kind of a, it's just kind of a waste, you know. This might be all the U.S. title. Now the U.S. title obviously is my prestigious. Okay, and I'm putting like, a little hate for saying this to get rid of the U.S. title, but if you think about it, is the U.S. title as prestigious as it used to be? It's not really on. It's not really thought about. It's not really on most reviews anymore. And like it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like the, the U.S. title has basically became the tag title where they don't don't the WWE just don't bucket rate, they just don't care about it, and that's really sad to see because the U.S. title has been great since wrestlers like um, uh, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, fucking um, JBL, John Cena, All uh, Truth, Hell, Miz, like so many great wrestlers have held the U.S. title, but it's just. It's just not as good as it used to be, so they could, if they got rid of the US title and just brought this new, new era end of intergender wrestling with a title they can go for, it would be absolutely amazing, you know, my opinion. So, so, like, they could just, and I feel like, so, like, they could just do so amazingly. It could really help the medcard guys and women and girls not, uh, not being used as storylines currently. Like any big stories, like Amber Moon, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Nia Jax, Sonya Deville, and Manny, Manny Moore. So this could elevate WWE to a new level, in my opinion. But knowing, but like, like Ricochet, think about it. Ricochet versus Amber Moon, that'd be amazing. Ricochet versus Sonya Deville, that'd be amazing. Alistair Black versus Sonya Deville. Alistair Black versus Amber Moon, holy fuck, look at that, look at those two wrestlers. Enigmas, they're both absolute enigmas. So that must be an absolutely great, great storyline. Amber Moon versus Alistair Black. Like, think about that. That'd be fucking amazing. Like, like, but like, but like that. Amber Moon versus Alistair Black. There, yeah, that's a false feud for this gender neutral title. And why, like, why other gender wrestling could definitely, definitely, if you straight walk in WWE. Um. But no one would be, they could also mess it up completely. So it's a real throw of the dice in my opinion. Like they could just give they could they could just give it to someone random and have them ruin the belt. Like you kinda have with um uh there's women's tag titles, they're going to the iconics and no, it's not it's not it's not that the iconics have ruined the belts, it's just that the iconics have it's just like they kept they keep losing every so they want. Uh, that kind of gets rid of the prestige of the championship, if you know what I mean. So, like, it's 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 kind of annoying that like they bring in a new belt, they and they get it, and it's for some reason completely ruin the prestige of it within a couple of weeks. It's just not right, you know what I mean. And like, it could definitely walk into a debate, but also it's a will throw the dice kind of thing. We could also not walk into a debate. So, hey, you never know. And so, in conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, intergender wrestling is an amazing part of wrestling and has been for a long time. Tessa Blanchard, Brian Cage, Martina, Nia Jax, Terry Fatcher, LJ Cleary, um, Amy Alonso, and many, many, many more around the world um, are keeping and showcasing the beautiful thing that is intergender wrestling. It truly is a healthy part of wrestling and it should be respected as that as such um, for the foreseeable future of wrestling because intergender wrestling is the future of wrestling I can help wrestling get to a new 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 level um, but I feel like it's not really respected as much but it has been so much for the past few years that's great I've been Damon Craig from Damon Vice Wrestling Podcast 
This was the first of many topic podcasts I'll be doing over the next few weeks, so watch out for that. Um, the next one will be on, uh, I don't know how the next one will be on, but check out the socials. Uh, doing Craig.Demon24 on Instagram. Uh, DB Demon Box with the podcast on Twitter. And uh, let's stick with the socials uh, for announcements on the next topic on my podcast with me. Happy birthday, everybody.